Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Below the Fold, where some of the best content is just to scroll away. Let me throw down some introductions. We got Brandon Hassler, founder and CEO of Market Campus. What's up, Jacob? How's it going, my man? Ah, oh, so good. I was reading these quotes right before the show just to get pumped up, and I found a really good one. What? Let's hear it. hear it. Yeah, let's hear the, it. Kind of. The best preparation <laughs> for a good work tomorrow is to do good work today. How true that is. Wow. That, man. Every day you're building a foundation for the next day. My whole life I've been thinking that it's best to do good work tomorrow and crappy work today. Absolutely. <laughs> that is corporate but, America right there. But now that cocaine long and... It all gets pushed to Friday, and then Friday it gets pushed to Monday. Can, can you share some of the uh, quotes you read before you got to that one? There's some really lame ones. <laughs> and like, can you tell me what you typed into Google to find that? Uh, quote of the day. Quote of the day. And I went to brainyquote.com. Ugh. Didn't you have a client that did quotes? <laughs> I did. Paxton oh, did. you did. What was it? Uh, I won't say. <laughs> but it was not Brainy Quote, and uh, they were the competition. Weren't you stoked on it, though? I remember you being, like, happy about that client. Yeah, it was a fun client. Then uh, something went wrong. Something bad. Something you screwed up? No. Oh. Something they did. They released a widget for WordPress that oh, included a branded followed, uh, no, link. A followed link. So everyone and, and, who... And within, within 24 hours, they got, like, 20,000 followed links from... Tons of different domains on every single page of those. So what you want, so, I mean, that's a good case study because had it been no followed, that would have been awesome. Sure. Yeah. Yep. It seems like that would be an easy reconsideration request. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, but yeah, they blamed know. you. Were you the scapegoat? Mm, no. Okay. No. Because I clearly advised them not to do it, but they did it anyway. Like you said, don't yes. have it followed or don't do I the said, widget. I said, make it a no followed link. Hmm. Yeah. That wasn't even like a mistake then. That was just like, I guess it was a mistake, but yeah. not an accident. Yeah. 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 Well, cool. Thank you for that quote. Sparked an interesting <laughs> conversation. Anytime. Great quote. I already forgot it. Paxton, yep. uh, director of marketing operations at 97th floor. That's right. What do you got for us this week? Oh, this week was a big week. 97th floor uh, rebranded a bit. We're still 97th floor, but we have a new logo, new website, new feel, new uh, billboards. Tagline. Yeah, we got some billboards up. My big old face is on one of them. Can you tell me what the employee response has been to the rebrand? Positive. Very positive. Overwhelmingly? Uh, Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, what about the tagline? Uh, the digital marketing elevator. Yes. I, I don't know. We haven't sent out surveys on that. Oh, why? Uh, I know that some people who don't work at 97th floor anymore think that it's a ripoff of Utah's tagline. Oh, what is it? Life elevated. Life elevated. Yeah. Screw them. <laughs> well, hasn't it always been digital marketing elevated. Now it's just digital period yeah. marketing period. I don't, elevated. I don't remember ever hearing yeah, that. We, we said, and it's always been like elevating brands we believe in. No, yeah, like I, I remember, yeah, like I know that you know, ninety seventh floor, right? That uh, first of all, there are no buildings in Utah that have ninety seventh yeah. floors. In yeah. fact, I think the tallest building in Utah, which is the Wells Fargo Building in Salt Lake, only has twenty something floors. I think it's like thirty something. 
30-something. Regardless, not 97. <laughs> uh, fun fact, 97th floor started um, when I started there. We were in the basement. Yep. I remember walking into that basement. And, uh, well, and fr- first I walked into another office in that building, and I said, have you guys heard of 97th floor? And they said, nope. We don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. I eventually found the door. Well, it's like in the back. Yeah, it's like in it's downstairs. Hi- it's hidden. You have to like crawl, like walk down, crawl down, <laughs> crawl. It's a you crawl down, crawl some down stairs. Through, through some caverns. So I open the door, expecting like a this, secretary, a secretary, someone, and then I walk in. No one's there. Uh, and then uh, Nate walked by, and he's like, "What's up? You here for an interview?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, okay." See ya. Yeah. <laughs> he just, just walked, walked away. away. I just like sat there, waited for someone to show up. <laughs> yeah. My first interview was at 6 p.m. So the office was completely empty except for the person who interviewed right before me who was walking out and Wayne who was there after hours. And I thought, is this like normal? Like, am I going to be expected to work after <laughs> five o'clock? No, it wasn't like that. No. <laughs> yep. Those are different times. It was a very different company back then. Yeah. Now you're on the first floor. The good old days. Well, cool. Let's get this show started. There was something interesting that happened last week on Instagram. Tell us. Instagram stories. Instagram stories. I'm Uh, looking forward to learning more about this without having to do any of the research myself. Yeah, I (laughs) have uh, watched, I think, a total of two stories on my feed. Uh, Marky Campus was one of them. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I think I... Can you like those? Uh, No, you can respond. Did I respond? Oh, via the video. No, I've never done a video, so I didn't respond. Uh, Anyway, so let's talk through Instagram stories. Brandon, what are Instagram stories? Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) No, No, I said, said, what are Instagram stories? Snapchat. No, I don't think you understand. He said Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Instagram stories was... uh, a, uh, basically, they just took Snapchat, integrated it into their own, or just built Snapchat, made it part of Instagram. At least the CEO was honest. He did say that Snapchat deserves all the credit for Instagram's new stories feature, um, which, which <laughs> you never hear gonna, in Silicon who's Valley. take credit for that after Snapchat? <clears throat> well, because most people steal products and then just claim it was like, oh, no, it had nothing to do with that. They admitted, like, yes. Really? You think that Snapchat. the CEO of Instagram is going to say... Uh, no, we didn't copy a platform Dude, that has Valley millions that, of... Like, look at freaking Samsung. That's like their entire business model. Everybody copies in Silicon Valley. No one admits it. He was like the first CEO to like come clean and be like, yep, it was Instagram. So I, I can understand someone doing like stealing someone's idea and then not saying anything, but I can't understand someone stealing someone's idea. Okay, I can't understand that. But at that scale, like if if Instagram created Instagram stories and said nothing, everyone would assume, oh, yeah, they're copying Snapchat. Yeah, that makes sense. But what I don't understand is a CEO or anyone else in a high position at something like Instagram coming out and saying, no, we, we, didn't, we didn't copy Snapchat. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, understand but that the distinction here? That happens. Well, give me an example. Samsung, Samsung. Was on. Well, yeah, you say Samsung. Apple copies okay, Microsoft. Every, Microsoft okay, copies but I don't. Uh, I get that, and they I don't, say it's it's unique. No it's not way. a derivative. I need. Yeah. I need evidence. Look at every Apple keynote and every feature they take from either like Android or something. I know Windows they did. take features, dude. Every but in their Samsung, keynote, they don't say 
This is original. No, yeah, every, they every, they, every no, Samsung, <laughs> every Samsung and Apple uh, lawsuit is Samsung saying we came up with this idea. It has nothing to do with Apple, and it's clearly an exact copy of Apple, and they're being sued for it. Okay. To your credit, they're not I, saying I, I, that. That's legit, and I I like that. That's fine. They're not saying this is an original feature, but they're also not saying we we loved what we saw on Windows, and so we wanted to bring that. Of into course, the they're Mac. not going to say that. And the lawsuits. I don't think they're coming out and saying this is ours. I think that it's it's the copy itself that's illegal. Okay. Well, now that we know what Instagram Stories is, who does well, it? Do we? I mean, are there who, people? Uh, you say Snapchat. What's Snapchat? Who wears it better? Uh, I think Instagram Why? wears it better. Uh, I think it's very intuitive compared to Snapchat. It's super simple to use. What is Snapchat? Isn't it snap doesn't Snapchat also call it a story? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was like I said, that, a direct well, ripoff. Yeah, that is that's pretty blatant. Um, but I do like I mean, really I love how I mean, most people have really good followings. People who are taking social seriously, they have really good followings on Instagram whereas Snapchat, it's a giant pain to try to build a following because people have to manually add you. There's no discover feature. For individual users, whereas Instagram, like I did a test that day when it came out, and I love how the stories are right at the top of your feed, which not even Instagram. At Instagram, the top is just the ads, and then you have to kind of go down a little bit to the stories. So that's really good for attention. And I did a story on Market Campus just asking yes or no, do you like this? Like, will this make you less likely to use Snapchat? I got over 40 responses within a minute. And most of them said, yes, I'm less likely to use Snapchat. But the fact that I got 40 responses, the fact that I got more than one response was better than any engagement I've ever had on Snapchat. So when you're saying response, you're getting people to record themselves. No, they don't have to record. You just press send message, then you can like chat back. I'm oh, pretty you sure chat. you Okay, because I thought I one. chatted back, but when you said response, I thought that it required like a video, a response. video response. No, that one you can just press send do have, message. Do you have any idea of how many followers you have on Snapchat? Um, probably about a little under 30. So, I mean, obviously a guy like DJ Khaled, whatever, he's going to have amazing engagement. Wait, how'd on you Snapchat. get 40 responses with 30 no, followers? Oh, I thought you were no, he's on Instagram. Oh, he, yeah. He's talking Instagram. I got, got it, 40 got it. on Instagram, whereas on Snapchat, I'm lucky to get one response. Got it. Obviously a smaller audience, but I think that's what plays into it is I already had this big audience on Instagram and now you're able to... Have a little yeah. bit more real time. All right, so tell me yeah. this. Wait. Snapchat execs, this thing comes out. They're, they're sitting around a table talking about it. What are, the, what are they saying? Are they like, oh, shiz? Uh, I can't believe Instagram just did this. Or are they like, oh, yeah, this is a flash in the pan. I'm sure it's an oh, shiz. I mean, they Facebook offered to buy Snapchat a couple of years ago for $3 billion, So I don't think it was any surprise. Like anytime you're going to go buy, anyone you're being offered a buyout, you, and you don't accept it, you know that, that company is then just going to come after you. do something else. Just like what Microsoft did with, uh, was it Microsoft that bought LinkedIn? Yes. And they yeah. wanted to buy Salesforce, so this kind of sets them up to yeah. really build a good sales. So I think Snapchat saw it coming. A lot of people are saying, I shouldn't even say a lot, there are people who are saying this is the Snapchat killer. I don't think that's the case. I think Snapchat's still going to be a strong network. I will call it the Snapchat momentum killer. Well, it's also going to lower the amount that they are able to ask for advertising. There's yeah. no way they're going to be able to ask $750,000 to advertise on Snapchat after this. Well, they just 
are opening up something that will have, give access to smaller budgets. So I think they're, I don't remember what their goal is. Do you remember what it is? It's like 700 million in ad revenue by 2017 or something like that. Hmm, I do not know. Can't remember. But Snapchat? Op- yeah. So they're opening up ads where basically you can buy ads that appear in other people's friends' stories. Um, and it's So more li- intrusive. Yeah, but it's limited to three a day, one in the morning, afternoon, and one in the night. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so this is their bid for getting more and, you know, they, it's going to be cheaper. So... And I would venture to guess that majority of the people on Snapchat are also on Instagram. And Instagram yeah. has way better targeting because it's plugged in with Facebook. So you can target 45-year-old executives on Instagram. You can't do that on Snapchat. Yeah. So Instagram also came out with a new business analytics uh, yeah. something or other. Love it. So I, I plugged it in for Below the Fold, but I guess it starts from the moment you activate uh-huh. it instead of it doesn't give you historical data. Yeah. So t- t- I haven't seen anything. W- what does it give you? Uh, you actually get a lot of cool stuff. You can see, like, kind of like one thing I liked about Follower Wonk, which is Moz's tool for Twitter analytics. You can see, like, the best time to post. That will also give you the data as far as when your posts are getting the best to either reach or engagement off to look. But it kind of gives you an idea, like, okay, three in the afternoon is the best time for me to post on Instagram. You didn't really have that data before unless you were like manually keeping track you can also see male female because you're it's again it's plugged in with facebook so you're able to get all this interesting uh this is this is a huge update this is yeah, a the huge business is instagram huge. and I, I was just teaching uh, my class on monday or two mondays ago asking how many are instagram almost everyone how many of you have converted over to the business i had nobody nobody converted like it's like they didn't even know it was an option and so I showed them the benefits, like you're missing out on so much. And now you can like filter it down. Show me the last seven days, last 30 days, last six months, and show me in order the posts that got the best engagement or the most views. And now you're able to kind of get some data on the types of posts that really do well. So I'm, I'm guessing you've looked up your analytics for Vegas Hut. Uh-huh. What, when is the best time to post? Uh, Vegas Hut is uh, about three in the afternoon mountain time. Two to three, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, that is. I've done like at two in the morning and I've gotten great engagement, but that's what it's saying. I think Market Campus is 10 o'clock in the morning, mountain time. So it's just basing it off of your audience. It's basing off of your audience and when they're on Instagram the most. Okay, I have another question about stories. We're just bouncing back and forth here. (laughs) So stories is like Snapchat in that it's only there for 24 hours. Uh-huh. Um, one thing I don't get is the difference between a story and a video in the feed. Other than the video in the feed is still there after 24 hours. Are you following me, Paxton? You're making a are face. We ta- like, what platform are we talking Instagram. about? Okay. I actually have uh, not been using Instagram for a couple months. Oh, so Instagram, you can post video and stories are videos. Uh, but the stories are gone after 24 hours in the, and the ones in the feed aren't when I use Instagram and I know a lot of people are the same. I, I hop on Instagram maybe once, usually once a day, but sometimes twice, but I only go through my, my, uh, pictures and videos that I haven't seen. Right. 
which is usually one day back, less than 24 hours. So I guess I don't understand the benefit other than after 24 hours, it's gone. Well, I think there's look, there's content, for example, on Market Campus about an hour or two before the show, I just asked, would you be more likely to watch a weekly YouTube show or listen to a weekly podcast? Press, you know, send comments and let me know. That kind of like that's really good for like getting quick engagement. Whoa, that whoa. would not be a good. What was the answer? Uh, so far, all YouTube. I did not get as much. I only got like seven answers so far. So not as much as like when it first launched, which it could have just been the time of day. I don't know. But do we need to switch to a YouTube channel. Not good for us. Do we do we need to do a you, live uh, Instagram story right now? <laughs> we Dude, could. I'd uh, I'd be willing to switch to a YouTube channel. Like like host our podcast on YouTube with um, video. Like just make the whole thing a video and edit it. Or make it live. Because uh, I'm not editing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll edit. Tell us what you think, listeners. It's also Blab, which can still uh, do pretty Is well. Is that still a thing? It, do, it still gets views. Like People sit on it, and it's like full of podcasters. You'll mm. get 70 so people listening a show. We'll have to just like set up five different cameras. Each one is going to be <laughs> for a different live streaming service. <laughs> Are you guys going to SLCSEM DNC? What is it called? D- Digital Marketing Conference? D- DMC. I am not. Uh, I'm not sure. I will go, say man. this, though. For everyone listening, I have a promo code for non-members. I'm, I'm a member, so it doesn't apply to me. Uh, actually, maybe I should talk to AJ. AJ gave it to me. I don't know <laughs> if it's something that I could <laughs> blast out. Uh, but... Uh, Contact me at, hey, is our email working yet, Brandon? Is our website working? Just a year. <laughs> no. We got to get that up. Just tweet at me, at Bocadge03, and I will get you a promo code after I get permission from AJ. You've got to change your Twitter handle, man. Why? What is that? Like, what is it? Jacob it's, backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Boca J. Everything, like, every time I see it, I, I just see Boca. Yeah. Which is mouth yeah. in Spanish. Yeah. And then it's like J-O-3, which looks like job. <laughs> oh. So it looks like mouth job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never I've never heard that or thought that, but that now makes you me like it not even more. say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so hit it's, him up. It's zero Boca three, job. not O-3. Boca job. Boca job. Um, yeah, but what I do hear often is uh, Boca J, Boca Jr., which is a big soccer player oh. down in somewhere. Wait, so are you going? I don't know. Uh, did you go last year? Yes. Did you go last year, Brandon? I did not. Did it you? was the same day as Beehive Startups. Uh, oh, yeah, that's thingy. why. They did had you go last fest. year? No, I did not. Mm-hmm. Didn't I just say that? No, you just asked us oh. if we did. No, I did not go. Uh, why You're going this year? Oh, you already said yeah. Yeah. Why are you going? Uh, just to check it out. Oh yeah, you're all about like the conferences now. Yeah, and you guys are not. <laughs> what you me. Brandon's doing it. He's like at everything. No, he's not. I'm selective. He doesn't want to learn how to get billions of views. I'll, I'll well here. Here's his criteria. One is it in Utah? Yes. Okay. Check. Two is one specific person that he hates going to be there. Whether yes. Then, dude, that dude is at every single one. 
No comment. <laughs> you think that if we ambiguously talk about him, he'll know that it's him? Probably. Really? So I'm just going to keep quiet here for that. But yes, I'm very selective. There's also does someone he listen, else. Does, just have a does he listen to the to podcast? Do. There's also someone else he might. that goes to all these events that Brandon loves his favorite person. So who? Well, I won't say that either so that both of them might think they're I'm, I'm wondering the too. Other. Oh, so you're just bullcrapping. Yeah, I'm giving you an out here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Inst- Instagram? Are we done with that? Do you guys like the stories as users? Like, I, let me ask you this. Yeah, Are you I less likely do. to use Snapchat because of it? Well, I didn't, no. I didn't use Snapchat anyway, so... But is this... I know. Well, what I'm saying is, are you less likely to even use Snapchat well, because the of the stories? Now people are only going to use Snapchat for the filters. Once Instagram comes out with the filters, then yeah, Snapchat they has... have some filters, but it's not as. Do they really? Well, they don't have like the whole face stuff built that, in. Yeah, that's that's uh, what he's talking. That's about. what I meant by filter. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm not talking like they sepia mean, like, photo filters and all that. Yeah, I don't care about the. I for me, I'm way like as a consumer, I'll probably never use Snapchat. Uh, just because I don't have, I have a very small audience. I already hate how many social networks there are. And I feel this obligation when something happens. Now I have to go out to my 12 different social networks and post the same thing. So oh, if yeah. there can be one less network, I'm all about it. Totally. And as a marketer, I just love Instagram because I already have good reach. Whereas Snapchat, I don't. Yeah. Snapchat is lame. Just yeah. Kidding. It's okay. I think it's, I don't know. Hey, what did you just do? Took an Instagram picture. Oh, just a picture? Yeah. What'd you just do? I haven't done anything, but I want to try doing a story. I'm logged into below the fold deal. How do I even do this? How do I do I just hit the camera down there? No, up in the top on your home feed there should be a plus with a circle on it. Oh yeah. This is a good episode. This is a great episode. <laughs> hey Brandon, we're doing a live Instagram story. Yo. Hey, what's up? What's up? I'm going to have to do three so that it doesn't mess up our uh, feed. <laughs> oh, wait. This won't go in the feed, right? Nope. There you go. That's the There's benefit your other of stories. Reason for stories. Also, I think wait, stories so are So I got to really cancel good. that and do it over because I would... No, I'm just going to do just it. Just do it. You know who I really don't like? John Lee Dumas. <laughs> Can we yeah. talk about him for a you second? You know who I don't like? <laughs> <laughs> well, he showed up as one of the... Why I guess we follow him uh, who, who as Below he? the Fold. Who is he? He's the he's the host of Entrepreneur on Fire podcast. Uh-huh. He makes like half a million dollars a month with his podcast. Why don't you like him? He is so annoying. You jealous? Yeah, I'm a little jealous. Hey, Market Campus. I mean, we're a, making 100000 a month. Wait, wait. He's what? Wait, what? Uh, why are what's you, that music? Why are you promoting uh, what are you someone else's about? podcast on our podcast? No, that's that's Market Campus. I have a feeling that was our Brandon. listeners oh. just dropped. <laughs> no, that was yeah, that was Market Campus. So I can watch that as many times as I want for twenty four hours. hours. Uh, that's not how Snapchat works, right? I only Snapchat's get, like that. Well, what about when I only can look at it once? Well, that's like a personal message. If someone like sends you that stuff. As soon as you look at it, I think you get one replay without paying. That's like direct messaging each other. That's uh, not your story. Yeah, obviously, I don't have a lot of experience on Snapchat. 
But I think for a lot of like a lot of people are on Instagram, obviously, it's one of the biggest. They're already familiar with the platform. So adapting to this stories method isn't that much extra work. Whereas somebody downloading Snapchat for the first time, kind of like Paxton talked about several episodes ago, it can almost feel overwhelming at first because you just it's such a different layout. It's not your traditional social network. And for older people, that can kind of scare them off, which I'm sure 16 year old girls are still going to love Snapchat. And it's still going to do well with yeah. There's a loyalty factor for sure. So tell me this: my Instagram story can only be broadcast to my followers, right? I can't extend the reach with hashtags or anything like that. Nope. So, if, if but you neither have, can you on Snapchat. How do you get more people to follow you on Snapchat? That's just hard work. Like you've just got to tell people. I mean, they have those your profile snap picture, codes, like the yeah, QR code. I hate bought. that too. Um, I can't believe they spent so much money on those. $54 million. To develop those? No, they bought it from Garrett Gee in Provo. He owned, uh, they were on Shark Tank, uh, Scan. And oh, Snapchat yeah. bought them, I think $53 million they bought it for. And basically integrated that technology into Snapchat. But uh, yeah, that's mainly the way is like you've just, you have to rely on people remembering your username and then going to Snapchat and typing it in. Hopefully you're spelling it right. Yeah, or taking the snap code, which is still kind of a well, hassle. You know that Snapchat knows that bottleneck. Well, why wouldn't they fix that? Beats me, man. They started out as a personal messaging app. Like that's what it was like. No, that's for what sexting. I feel like it still is. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of evolved to a social network with like these more discover features. But there's still so really it wasn't no really to, a social network. It, no, it's no. Just, that wasn't how it started. But now it's kind of like WhatsApp. Yeah, it's a yeah. sophisticated WhatsApp. I, what's that, man? That's what's that? Uh, that <laughs> That's is a dad, a dad joke right there. <laughs> you ever heard one? <laughs> well, I am a dad. Hey, uh, WhatsApp got sold or bought? Who bought it? Facebook? Who bought WhatsApp? Yeah, Facebook bought it for a, a boatload. Yeah, what are they doing with it? Uh, it's still WhatsApp. Yeah, and it's just a walkie-talkie. Uh, right? It's more than that. What is it? That's what it was when I last used it. I think it's uh, much more of a social network now than it used to be. I don't know, dude. I don't use that. Like, when I was in Europe, <clears throat> when, when I was in Europe the other day. <laughs> I was uh, drinking some tea and eating some crumpets. That's like what everybody uses is WhatsApp. They don't use Facebook really as much. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's how I communicated with the Airbnb people that we uh, got our apartment from and like using your 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 recorded voice, that seems no, so no, no. vulnerable to me. It was text. Oh, I thought it was just uh, like the walkie-talkie feature. I think that's a uh, you can send audio. I think, but oh. yeah, it was all text. Why not just text them? I don't know, dude. Uh, <laughs> iMessages, it, their update. Do you remember seeing that a few months ago? What for iOS ten? I don't. I don't know what was what. What's the so difference? they're integrating a ton of stuff. From which I think was inspired by a lot of Snapchat, where like you can have messages that reveal when you swipe them. They're like, uh, uh, man, what what? else is there? Yeah, so there's like a message you can send a message through iMessage that's blurry, and then the person who receives it can wipe it to reveal what it is. Um, You can also have messages. What's the point of that? I don't, it's not a useful thing. It's more of like a way of communicating emotion. So like you can also send your messages so that when the person receives them, it goes boom on the screen and like slams into the screen. So like if you're, if you're like wanting to communicate, like, 
if I said to you, do you want to go out and get uh, burgers and you're, you want to you'd be like, yeah. And it goes, boom, you know, like that. Like it Wait, further... so this thing already exists? No, it, well, it was released in iOS 10. So it's in the beta version oh, okay. right now, it's but just, it's going to okay. come out I got in a couple months. But a lot of the stuff that you can do in iMessages, I mean, it's way more than text messaging now. And I think they're, I bet at some point iMessage is going to become much more of a social network like WhatsApp and uh, Snapchat and all that chatting stuff you know i like that uh when you when you said the blurry thing and then swipe to reveal that was kind of like that was weird but then when you like the bam thing you know i was like oh okay there's some potential here and then i remember i remembered the apple watch and i remember when they showed the videos of of like uh you could see their heartbeat and you can like draw them little doodles yeah and communicate between Apple Watches like that, I remember thinking the same thing like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see my wife's heartbeat. <laughs> and then we, I got mine and it was like, oh, this is cool one time. Yeah, I think the difference is right now I'm using my, I use iMessages every day, multiple times a day. Yeah. And I never used Apple Watch and there's not enough people that have Apple Watch for me to consistently use it. I think that's a problem. When, so I think this will have pretty great adoption. Yeah, I, th- I I actually do think you're right on that. When was Apple Watch 2 supposed to come out? I feel like it's supposed to come out like in a month. I, yeah, but that's not the first time it was supposed to come out, right? Didn't they push back the date at some point? I don't know. No, okay. So the rumor is it's going to have GPS built in. So you don't need your phone. Right. Um, it'll be slightly thinner, but almost the same. And uh, one other thing that's moderately cool, but basically I'm not going to be getting Apple Watch 2, waiting for 3. That's typical. That's usually how it works with a phone. You skip you skip one to get the next. Yeah, I guess. What are you going to do with your, app, your current Apple Watch? Sell it? I guess. I don't know. I'll uh, wire one on each arm. Hmm. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, what's up? Why don't you have an Apple Watch? I don't see the need. Like it's just to tell the time. Yeah, I already have a phone that tells the time, and I'm in yeah, front of a computer pocket, all day you know that tells the time. And then if I'm not in front of those two, I want to be sleeping, so or doing something else. So there's zero reason for me to have an Apple Watch. You know what? I'm pretty much in that party too. I had if my Apple Watch it and I sold it for twenty bucks. I'd buy it, but it's worth more than twenty dollars. I just like the health tracking stuff. I felt prisoner to the health tracking stuff. Prisoner? Yeah. Wow. Like if I if I had it turned off, I would feel guilty. And if I had it turned on, I would also feel guilty. <laughs> also, the the fact that I can have my calendar, like the next meeting on my watch is super helpful for yeah. me. Yeah. No, I, I liked that. I'm always like, oh, what's next? Um, and I can just glance at my wrist and see what's next. I like that a lot. Uh, the Apple Watch has made us ruder as a society. People mm. look at their so I've I've gone through this. I th- I thought I'd talk to you guys about this when when I'm talking like if you and I, if if the three of us were having a conversation much like we are now but without the microphones stuffed in our faces and uh, right in the middle of your sentence I looked at my watch. What would that communicate? You're not interested. I'm not interested. Now, Isn't that now, what we already do with our phones. Yeah, with your phones as well. So now now combine the two, multiply it by 10, because 
Now you're not just looking at your Apple Watch for the time. You're looking at it for your calendar. You're looking at it for your text messages, your emails, your health tracking. And every time one of those things has a notification, you get notified. So now 10 times more often you're looking at your phone or your watch than you would, uh, which inherently makes us communicate to other people that we're not interested. I think the secret is, well, first of all, I've gone with almost a year now wearing the Apple Watch every day. And I can tell you, I don't look at it nearly as much as I used to. Also, I think the secret to the Apple Watch and pretty much all technology is managing notifications. So the stuff that I don't care about, I just turn off those notifications. I no longer, my, like my, my wrist doesn't buzz when I get an email. It doesn't buzz when I have an appointment. It doesn't buzz when I get a text message. Do you think that you're in the majority? No, but I think people should be better at managing notifications. Yeah, I agree. Like a couple of weeks ago, I just did like a huge notifications audit on all my devices, my iPad, my iPhone, uh, both my computers and my watch. And uh, life is a lot more peaceful. I like, you know, stuff that I really don't care about that it bugs me. I LinkedIn used to pop up on my desktop all the time when someone would do something on LinkedIn. And I was just like, I don't want to see that. I don't care. Uh, it's not important that I go onto the platform to accept somebody's invitation right now. So I just disable all those notifications and... I don't know. It's so much better. Did you disable your Slack notifications? No, that one's enabled. I get that on my watch, uh, phone, and computer. So what takes you so long to get back to to us? Uh, so that you guys don't have anything good to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, usually... Let I'm me the, remedy that. Usually I'm in the middle of something. It's, it's like, like, uh, it's like 2 a.m., bro. <laughs> the other thing I uh, proposed when we were uh, talking about what on earth we're going to talk about today. I uh, have been talking... Wait, I'm sorry. I have to interrupt. Tell us what you think about revisionist history. Who? Do you want to maybe give some context to that question? Well, I did last episode. That was a random interruption. Revisionist? No, didn't you... Yeah. Was it on the show? Yeah. It wasn't after? I just listened to it before we stepped in the studio oh so So last week i introduced jacob to a malcolm jacob who is a huge malcolm gladwell fan introduced him to his new podcast called revisionist history and uh, it's my favorite podcast and i strongly suggest you check it out you too brandon i don't know if you love it it as much revisionist history not a malcolm gladwell guy but well what does that mean i think he's a great writer everything else i think he's horrible at what okay. else? What does that mean? What, what else, else does is he there? do? I don't like his uh, voice. Oh, what? <clears throat> well, then don't listen to well, his I podcast. Think, <laughs> I think it, like from the ex- excerpts I've seen from his books, I think he's a brilliant guy. Uh, he's spot on. It's just he's not like an engaging speaker to me. Like when we went oh. to the U, I was like falling asleep. No, it wasn't the U. It was the Bravenal Hall. Oh, yeah. You were falling asleep. That was like one of the best uh, presentations I've ever sat through. He there, There's some good things he I said. Don't, I don't but, know. That, I think I kind of agree with you brandon on that but these podcasts are super engaging yeah very very interesting I won't stories. Bash the podcast. so there are i th- how many episodes eight i think there are eight episodes out maybe and the first season's gonna have 10 so it's gonna be 10 episodes eight are out uh so uh, i'm on a podcast but i don't typically listen to podcasts i've I, i've gone through phases uh this is even Serial, right? Which is like this uh-huh. amazing podcast. I didn't even get through Serial. Uh, this is so much better than Serial. It's way better. It's oh, yeah. way better. Um, 
Anyway, revision, Revisionist History is a podcast where Malcolm Gladwell takes uh, stories from the past. Forgot, some, forgotten or misunderstood stories. Yeah, and, and some of them are like 50 years ago. Some of them are 100 years ago. Some of them are one year ago, two years ago. But in each one, he it's almost like a battle between truth and the media. Yeah. Because it's what uh, he, he tells think, you what the media goes through and what the per- public perception is. And then he gives you the facts of what actually happened. I think it's more really like truth and public perception. Yeah. Yeah. So good. It is very, very good. I'm halfway through the latest episode and I didn't even want to get out of my car to come do this podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Listen to it. That okay. Sounds, sorry, Brandon. That sounds good. What? Sorry. What did you want to talk about? That's probably more related to digital marketing. Oh, well, now I'm throwing off here. Oh, mainly... You were going to bring up the fact that uh, the thing that you brought up topic-wise. It's almost like a big... Like, how much time do we got left in this show? As much time as you need. Well, um, where was it? Where was it? Basically, I've been talking... Should everybody be on X social media? Uh, yeah, I did want to talk about this. Yeah, like, uh, I think going back to uh, Vincent Dignan's presentation that we talked about uh, one or two episodes ago... Uh, one of the things he mentioned, because I think someone asked him in the Q&A, you know, how can I be better at, like, what can my business do to crack the code on Snapchat? And a lot of marketers uh, will try to like, oh, well, you got to do this. You got to do this. He was, he kind of took a different approach where it's like, you don't need to be on Snapchat. Like Snapchat for you is a waste. And he kind of showed how Snapchat is fantastic for personal branding. Uh, when you can have a face, he even said, if you're not attractive, don't bother getting on Snapchat because nobody wants to look at you. Uh, nobody cares about your office drinking parties on Fridays. So not every brand needs to be on Snapchat, which I thought was interesting. And um, social obviously is becoming a huge part of marketing. And when I'm teaching a market campus, the general attitude students have at least coming in is SEO is a thing of the past. Social is where it's at. So let's spend eight weeks talking about social media but throughout the course, they realize like, holy crap, I'm missing out on a lot of money by not optimizing for search and for email and all these other yeah. mediums. So I guess, again, it's, it could open up a whole different 45-minute discussion. So maybe this is a lead way into next week if we have nothing. But uh, I was wondering, like, do you guys have rule of thumbs? Like when a business comes up to you and says, what should I be focusing on? Like what should be my number one thing? Is it email? Is it SEO? Is it social? Are there rule of thumbs that you use? to say your business needs to be here. And is it true that you should be on, like that you should not focus on some social networks? Don't even bother, even though they are. Yes, that is hugely true. Popular. It is true. Yeah. But anyone who says you should only be on this one thing is a moron. Well, yeah, I'm not saying limit. I'm saying like, what that should was, be the focus? that was your question. I said, what should be the focus? Like what should be the one thing that I'm focusing on? Are I'm we limiting this to social media? Like what one no, social like, media platform? Like a, a business will come and say, hey, I've learned all about email marketing. I've learned all about SEO yeah, yeah, and yeah. social. Where should I be putting my resources? Because I'm is very like, limited. This is like episode two, I think. Where it the, goes back to our like biggest bang things. for your buck. Yeah. Kind yeah, of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. It is for sure. Plus, we're going to get super biased answers. What I want to... Can I... Okay, go ahead. I'm interrupting you. No, that's okay. <laughs> I, what I really... what I Why I like this question, I like looking at it more of uh, from a personal standpoint. I feel almost guilt that I'm not on Twitter all the time or, you know what I mean? Like I'm not checking out or more active on Snapchat. You should um, go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, uh, what do you think a, a marketer 
should be on and focus on social media wise? A marketer as in learning how to you. You're take a advantage? Yeah. Uh, like not not necessarily learning, but learning as a part of it. Sure. Um, I think a marketer needs to hang out where their demographic is. So whether you're an agency, I mean agency is tougher because you have clients all over the place, but well, that's the same answer Vivian. you give to everyone. Yeah. If you I hang guess, out where your audience is. I guess it's the same but answer then for a marketer. What what is that? Well, it depends, right? Because marketers are marketing in different industries and different demographics. So it changes. But it's also, I'm asking for clarification if that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So basically, like you sell, your company sells home security and home automation. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the correct answer then is to say, oh, well, now you should be on all the platforms where there's a ton of home security and home automation people i'm not saying you to what we're saying is the answer changes depending on who you're targeting we're not targeting anybody i'm as a as marketer a, as a personal marketer like like when you're i trying go to market home, yourself no i'm not trying to do anything what do you mean by personal marketer <sighs> okay <laughs> basically i have my job right yeah and i'm not saying Jacob, as representative of Vivint Marketing, where should you hang out? That's not what I'm asking. Okay, okay. I'm saying Jacob Perry, as marketer who will work in many different industries, he's just a marketer. Where should you be investing your time? Which platform? To learn more about my craft? It could be to learn more, or it could be to build your brand. It could be to do whatever you want to do on social media. I don't okay. know. Like, what's do the... you understand his question? Yeah, I think the two answers, which I got kind of one, one is where's the attention? Uh, what are the popular networks right now? We can say, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, all these places. But number two is hang out where you enjoy. If you download Snapchat, you try it out for two weeks and you hate it, you don't get it. That's fine. Don't waste your time on Snapchat. Focus on these other networks and focus on why you like those and focus, like, just pay attention to who you're following, how you're engaging, and you can use that information. But at the same time, don't ignore Snapchat. That's what I did early on. Like, I didn't even download Snapchat. I heard all about it. And I'm just like, uh, it's for 16-year-old girls and whatnot. Which isn't false. Which isn't false. I mean, it, it is a big majority. I think it's like 19 to... Which isn't 16 untrue. 16 to 25 is women, or, or that's the majority demographic. But... Um, you remember Periscope. Yeah. The first couple months. I remember I wasn't on it, but then Brandon's like, I don't know. He convinced me. I don't remember what he said. And I get on and and all it was was 16-year-old girls. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I just, I felt like a creeper peeking into their bedrooms while they're doing their Periscope stuff. I feel like Brandon's always got a new social platform and <laughs> so they never work in, out. Yeah. So like, I'm all about get into the social network early Cyberdust. on and just see where it Cyberdust. goes. What's Cyberdust doing right now? <clears throat> Same thing they've always been doing. Nothing? <clears throat> they're not like Snapchat. Sucking? Yeah. I mean, they're sucking compared to everyone else. But... Like I said, the the bad marketer is the one who puts his nose up in the air and says, "Oh, that network's going to go nowhere." I hate the Twitter. Yeah, without uh-huh. like I say, get into the network at least, give it a try, see what the benefits are. And uh, actually, it was ninety cent floor who just wrote. It was Josh Moody wrote a really good post. I think it was about uh, or one of the things he mentioned was Google Plus and all of the marketers who are laughing, saying, "Oh man, Google Plus is dead." Uh, all those marketers who wasted their time. And he pointed out, no, actually, those marketers who took advantage of the attention as short or as long as it lasted, they got benefit from that. And then they moved on and did other stuff. Right. So 
I would say, yeah, hang out. I mean, personally, it's a tough question. Like, just do what you want. A guy like Jacob is probably going to be much less interested in social media networks than I am, but that's just because we have different personalities. He spends his time. No, it has nothing stuff. to do with personality. Because you're an introvert. Personal personal preferences. preferences. So, I mean, like Instagram. I love Instagram, and I like photography. I'm like a hobbyist photographer. But you're not on Instagram. Well, I mean, you are, but you don't go on there. I mean, not often. anymore, mostly. Whatever. But I'm just saying that as a platform, I'm not going to... You said two months? N- in no way is that going to help me grow as a digital marketer. It will only help you grow if you look at your... You basically step outside, look in... And say, how am I using it? How am I engaging? Like a lot of, someone just asked me on Monday, well, how do I make, like, what's some tips for like a good headline? Who are some companies that kill it with email marketing? They asked you that on Instagram. No, they asked me that in class. Like this was like in our class Uh on Monday. I said, open up your inbox and look at who, who you're clicking on. Those are the brands that are killing it. Yeah. Uh, It's tough to like say, oh, Audi's doing a great job. Just like a lot of times we can get answers and really with social there's a lot of principles that just apply. Like if you can understand human psychology and how attention works and how people are using social in general, it's not hard to take those really good principles and then work them around how the technical aspect of a new network is functioning. If that makes sense. So I think with social, there's a lot of human psychology. You're, you're optimizing for the human mind. Not necess- You don't care about robots like you do in search. You don't can't care about spam filters like you do in email marketing. You are marketing for humans, and those principles really flush across all of the social networks available. My opinion. Quick question, Brandon. You've done a couple of Instagram li- uh, live, not live, what is it? Stories, Instagram stories. And you ask questions, and then you point down to the ad comment uh-huh. uh, CTA. Does Instagram flip or mirror the video? I don't think so, because it's worked. My my question is, have you ever like pointed to the wrong corner and had no, to redo it? I think it worked. I didn't really think about it. I just did it and then it worked. So I just went, I forget. I think when I hold, it just depends, I guess, how you're doing it. If you're doing selfie mode and you point down to where it would show in the screen, it will record that same exact way. Okay. That's less interesting than I thought it might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But cool. little stuff like that does make a difference. Also, like what I did today, if you looked at my story... I then just like put the phone on the table, took a screenshot so it was a black background, and then I asked the question in text and then drew an arrow down. Because a lot of times they'll listen to your whole thing and they're still processing, but then you move on to a new story. And that's where it's nice to like give them some extra time. Ooh, there's a fun Instagram story hack. There you go. I like that. So it does give you the ability to draw on it. Uh-huh. Yep. I like it. I like I, yeah, the, uh, the typing. I actually really like the font that they use. I don't know. It just feels smoother. I got, I, Instagram nailed it, I think, in terms of obviously inspired by Snapchat, but they did a really good job. And as a marketer and a user, I love it. And uh, I really see this being a big dent in Snapchat. But more importantly, it's another way that business with the whole business account on Instagram plus the stories. Businesses can take huge advantage of this with all that attention that's at the top right now. And I've caught myself sometimes where I log on to Instagram and I never went through any of like, normally I'll hop on Instagram, go to the home feed and kind of scroll down to see what's happening with my friends. There's been a couple occasions where I'll watch like four or five stories and then I'm done. And I never even went down the feed, which that might not be everything or everyone, but that was uh, one interesting thing to me. So what one thing I'm paying attention now, because I'm a business account is 
seeing if my reach is dropping with the increased use of Instagram stories. But uh, the first week I did see a drop, but this week it's kind of balanced. It's kind of went back up and I'm still getting about the same reach I was before they introduced stories. Do you have a limited amount of stories you can publish in a day? I think you can publish as much as your heart desires. Like there's no like limit where it's like only 24 videos and photos or huh. like that. Some people are obsessive and that's what's annoying. Like you follow DJ Khaled. Hopefully I'm saying his name right on Snapchat. He's one of the biggest Snapchatters. And the guy probably has like 200 snaps a day. And it's just way too much for me. I hate those people where they're just, it's almost like Snapchat is just on all day long following them around. And that to me, unless you're obsessed with the person, I like, I, I watch your snaps way less because I don't want to have to deal with going through all of your boring day. <laughs> well, it looks like Paxton's packing up, getting ready to go. So let's <laughs> shut this baby down. Uh, any last word? Nada. Snapchat. I feel like you guys did a terrible job of answering my question. About the personal marketer uh, or the yeah. what social networks? Yeah. yeah. Let, yeah. Let's punt that to next week. Why don't you give All us right. a week to... to Maybe you can listen to this episode and, and uh, re-listen to my question. Yeah. Yeah, well, you re-listen to my answer, Paxton. Oh! <laughs> if you want to reach out, uh, submit topic ideas or submit questions, uh, tweet at us at below the fold io. 